the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to the uh, mile rate. What a weekend it's been. Uh, New Year's Eve at uh, Melton was just extraordinary. The racing action was, predictably, uh, as good as it gets, and um, the crowd was great. It was warm weather, and we're still basking in what was a fantastic night of uh, racing. And just to highlight that uh, we do this show live, uh, Rob Orb was on the road. He's already on his way to uh, Bort to call today with a bit of an earlier start there. I'm sure it'll be a, a quite a warm day. And Rob joins us this morning. How are you, Rob? Yeah, very good morning, Danny. Uh, Happy New Year to everyone. And, um, yeah, look, we finished off the year uh, in such a special way at Tabcorp Park, Melton, 12 Group 1 racing. We saw some amazing performances and none greater than uh, your favourite horse of all times, maybe, I nearly should say, in Ladies in Red, Dan. Well done. She's a superstar, and I'm sure she's been adopted by many as uh, the favourite uh, horse in, in harness racing. This is the way she did it. I, You know, hard to pick out when you've got 12 Group 1 races, which to start uh, with uh, first. But here she is, the little girl, Ladies in Red, taking out her fourth Group 1 in the three-year-old Phillies final on Friday night. Ladies in Red went up to hit the lead now. Ladies in Red put her head in front. On the inside, Joanna. Rogue Wave to the outside. Then came Treachery. Ladies in Red, the leader. Rogue Wave two metres away. Then came Joanna. It's Ladies in Red fighting. She's finding plenty. Oh, she's a star. She does it again. Ladies in Red first. Rogue Wave was tremendous running second. Third home goes to Treachery. Fourth. Yeah, you're right. We are running out of words. Um... You know, we got around there pretty comfortably without sort of doing too much work. Um, even though the clock probably says different, but um, you know, she she got around there under her own steam, and we were able to control things from there. You're a little bit emotional here, Dave. <laughs> well, you know, it's a pretty big privilege to be a part of horses like this. So, it, um, you know, I'd just like to thank the owners and Clayton and Emma. It's uh, something that you don't get the opportunity very often. David Moran there, um, the winning driver. He had two Group 1 wins on the night. Emma Stewart, uh, the trainer of this wonderful filly, uh, trained three Group 1 winners and also took out the Metropolitan and the State Trainers' Premierships. A great job for uh, for Emma, Rob, because at one stage there she was more than 20 wins behind Julie Douglas, so a great end of the season. No surprise, uh, but this filly is just in elite company. Now, I said yesterday, and I don't know if I overstated it, but personally I mean it, um, to me she is the most popular harness horse that I've seen, like the Philly equivalent of, of Courage Under Fire. Just caught all the imagination of so many people, hasn't she, Dan? Uh, she's just been a wonderful filly. Uh, well done to uh, the Lauriston family, uh, you know, Bill and Ann Anderson. They've put a lot into their uh, bloodlines and breeding. And, and Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin, uh, absolutely amazing trainers. They've done a phenomenal job once again throughout uh, 2021. And as you said, she's caught the imagination of so many people, and mainly, you know, because of her stature as well. She's only small, like you, you made a reference towards Courage Under Fire, and she's just got such a great will to win. And, look, I'll be honest, I, I was surprised uh, how juicy odd she got out to on um, on uh, New Year's Eve. At one stage, I think she might have been such a dollar eighty-five, dollar ninety, and I couldn't understand the drift because I'd certainly well, this was her race to lose, and... She just proved her class. Road wave, terrific in defeat. Uh, another filly that had a major step back after a two-year-old season. Looks like she's on the up and certainly on her, uh, the way she's projecting going forward. There's going to be some very good wins. Treachery 
Kerry was outstanding again. She's had a wonderful couple of years, just continues to run placings. It just all bumped into a freak in ladies in red. Joanna had her chance. She ran fourth. And Doug Babe, then, you know, we've got to mention Doug Babe for Jeff Webster and Nick Bellman. You know, she's chased on these uh, top Emma Stewart horses for uh, for a couple of years now. And she's just been behind them the whole time. But, look, she, she was terrific. And Aliens Exist, I thought, ran really well for Chris Finozio. But all honours to ladies in red. She's an absolute superstar. Talking with Bill and Ann Anderson yesterday from Lauriston uh, Bloodstock, who bred and uh, own Ladies in Red, she'll head towards the Ladyship Mile. Emma Stewart training the first four over the line. Um, another uh, really interesting race, Rob, was uh, that the win of Bondi Lockdown and, and Aaron Dudd, the horse locking wheels, getting into trouble early. It was quite an extraordinary performance, but he, he powered away and he actually won easily. It was a freakish win, race seven. Spring and his step, and then came Kimball. Bondi Lockdown from Spring and his step. And then came Longfellow out wider on the track, but Bondi locked down. He's tough, all right. Naratak Princess flying through for second, but Bondi locked down. What a win. Overcomes adversity and beats Naratak Prince, springing his step. And then. Whether we got a bit close, I'm not sure. And then, yeah, after he galloped, he sort of took me off the track. And yeah, I thought I might have been in a bit of strife, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, around the turn, look, I wasn't going to go for home too early, but he had them all covered. It was an incredible win. The amount of times we've seen him get knocked down in a race and get checked and balked and nearly fall a couple of times, and uh, he's an amazing horse. He's, he's never raced better. Uh, he's going to be a grand circuit horse, I firmly believe, Rob. Oh, look, I'm so excited about uh, the future for Bondi Lockdown, and what a great story by Aaron Dunn, To uh, He's come such a long way. I mean, he's had always some nice horses in his stable. DD's Dream was one that, you know, I think won over $400,000 for him. And, you know, he's, he's gone to the sales. He's picked out Bondi Lockdown. And by golly, he's obviously got a fantastic eye for a horse because Bondi Lockdown has been an absolute star uh, and he's just kept getting better and better. And his performance the other night was amazing, really. He got uh, involved in a scrimmage uh, heading to the first turn. Uh, he lost ground. He was able to recover. He was involved in a very fast lead time, 43-1 lead time, three wide into the breeze. And from that point, you would have had to think that he was always going to be vulnerable. He, he got a little bit of a breather. And the way he picked himself up and, and let down and, and held off all the challenges for a mile rate of 153-4, a phenomenal performance. Uh, great win, great horse, plenty of uh, exciting times ahead for Bondi Lockdown. And well done to Aaron Dumb. And now attack Prince ran second in the race. Terrific performance. They really hit the line strongly for David and Josh Aiken. Springing his step was very good. He's a lovely horse. He's probably just below the, the real cream of the, the, the age group, but he's, uh, he certainly uh, belongs in that company. A long fellow came from a long way back. Love the run of rock and roll, too. I think he's a lovely horse to Michael Stanley. He's done a great job with him. And better Eclipse, too. Um, yeah, probably a little bit disappointing at the finish. It was uh, looked looked uh, looked his race to win coming the home turn. He was beautifully driven by Jane Turbots and he hooked out three wide just before the home turn, but just couldn't pick up the ground um, at the finish. But uh, all honours to Bondi lockdown, absolute star. Beyond delight was involved in that little scrimmage shortly after the start. Uh, Greg Sugar's chanced his arm trying to poke through between runners from the second row. Unfortunately, it just backfired at the finish. But uh, Bondi Lockdown was the star, and uh, he was uh, one of the highlights of the night. 
Aaron Dunn uh, gets a little bit of a holiday there, suspended as well for his drive on on Bondi lockdown. Chris Helford uh, notched up his 39th Group 1 uh, Vic Bread win. Of course, he's driven 125 Group 1 winners, but he's a part of a very uh, exciting uh, career, I think, of uh, a filly that is uh, on the way up. I think she's gone to an elite grade now, the Nathan Purden trained Amore Vita, who won the two-year-old fillies final. Amore Vita came off the pegs and running up behind them was Aussie Joy then Joe and Joe and our little jet as they leave the back straight in 28.7 and Cypher hit the lead but here comes Amore Vita Amore Vita joins in now let down by Alfred and she shot away Amore Vita got past in Cypher a good battle for the miners but Amore Vita is much too good she draws clear and wins easily and Cypher second a terrific run Joe and um, yeah, I always had plenty of horse and um, it looked like the horse in front was under a bit of duress. Um, Kate was going better than it, so um, the one in the 1-1 wasn't creeping up that well, so we were able to uh, give it a bit of a bit of a bump and get out of the way. And uh, she always travelled well and once it pulled her out, she just surged to the line really well. Yeah. Amazing filly. I've got a lot of time for her, Rob. I just love her acceleration. So far, she showed that she's probably better as a sit sprinter, but uh, she's got that elite speed, I think, and she dominated that race. Yeah, look, she's a lovely-looking filly too, isn't she, Danny? Uh, when you talk about horses' physique, she's just such a, a beautifully put-together filly, strong, uh, fast, uh, racy, and, you know, she was uh, she was tested at the start. She was able to win that battle, and then... Uh, you know, virtually take the trail in the back of pedal on, so got out at the right time, led down with a big sprint, mile rate of 155.8, 28.7 and 27 her last two quarters, and she was just too classy at the finish. And Cypher, uh, good run again for Emma Stewart, had a terrific year. Joe and Joe, one of the bolters of the Emma Stewart stable, ran on really well. Her, her semi-final performance was very good, and she didn't make that uh, look like any fluke in the final by running third. Our little jet was good having a bit of trouble in the score up with our little jet can't really afford to keep giving away starts but uh, you know look for, for the, her little you know little size of the horse that she is uh, she ran on well Pedalonto is probably at the end of its campaign uh, Aussie Joy relentless me all had good years as well but just not up in the same class as the top echelon two-year-old fillies but Amore Vita I think she's got a big future well done for Nathan Purd and uh, he also chanced his arm moving to Victoria we've seen so many of these uh, Bigger trainers, whether they're from New Zealand, whether they're from New South Wales, they've, they've all come to Victoria. It's the place to be, and Amore Vita turned out to be the, uh, the star Victorian two-year-old filly of 2021. And of course, uh, the New Year's Eve program was the last meeting in Victoria for the year. All the horses celebrate a birthday on uh, January the 1st, uh, so happy birthday to them. Uh, the Metro Premierships and the Country Premierships, State Premierships, I should say, were concluded as well. The Metropolitan Trainers Premiership won by Emma Stewart. Uh, the Metropolitan Drivers Premiership, Kate Gath. State Drivers, Chris Elford. State uh, Trainers was Emma Stewart. Concession drivers, James Herbertson, who ended the night winning a, a Group 1. He doubled his Group 1 tally, takes it to two. Uh, so James Herbertson had a wonderful battle with Jack Law, but James Herbertson just got the nod yet there. The size category, Art Major, was the leading stallion. Uh, in the two- and three-year-old uh, siring ranks, though, some beat somewhere was the outstanding sire, and in the trotting ranks, Majestic Sun won the uh, size uh, premiership for the Square Gators. Rob, Honolulu Bay is on a path that should 
see him have a crack at the Miracle Mile now. He's won all of his races back from uh, quite a break, and he was dominant in winning as a short price favourite the four-year-old in Tyson Gelding's final. Honolulu Bay leaves the high gain back straight at the 400. Three metres to JOK, who's in for the fight. They draw away on Rocco Americano, Jellaby Sylvester, and then Silent Major running on. Off the back straight in 27. It's Honolulu Bay, five metres to JOK. Then Rocco Americano, Silent Major. Honolulu Bay turned for home four metres. JOK coming out for another challenge. Silent Major still runs on. Honolulu Bay, he's flat out three metres clear of JOK. Silent Major's running on, but it's Honolulu. Honolulu Bay in front though, he's finding enough and Honolulu Bay's going to win it. Honolulu Bay won it from Silent Major and JOK. Walk with him. You didn't go to plan in the early part, I would imagine. What were you thinking? <laughs> no, they um, threw a bit of a curveball there, mate. But um, oh, he was good enough in the end and we were sort of able to stay in front of a couple of the main dangers. But um, yeah, just the way the race was mapped out, it certainly wasn't going to end up that way. And you've gone, what, 28 to 27. I guess Greg tried to outstay you in a way. Yeah. Um, but you're always confident you had him covered? Yeah, well, they said they were going to do that. So we sort of, you know, we had that in the back of our mind the whole way, really. And we just had to stay in front of him. Um, you know, I wouldn't say I was overly confident. When we sort of straightened up, he was still on our helmet pretty strong. And, um, you know, it was just going to be survival of the fittest in the end. Gareth Hall speaking with uh, David Moran, who drove two Group 1 winners. He, he got the job done, and he, and he had to fight it out this time, Rob, and I thought he responded appropriately um, to hold off a silent major. Gee, hasn't he just turned his form around? He was get plateauing for a while, but his last couple of runs at the uh, at the end of the year were, were outstanding, silent major. He might have a big Country Cup win in him over the next uh, couple of months. Yeah, look, I think all three horses that ran the placings there are, are very special horses. They've got uh, all the ingredients to go on and become, you know, top free-for-all horses and beyond uh, that class as a minimum. And um, as you talked about Honolulu Bay, uh, eyeing off the, um, the, the the miracle mile. And I think JOK is a horse that certainly can reach those heights as well. Uh, they both look exceptional horses. Silent Major... He, uh, he probably lacked a little bit of that high speed, but he's very dour and strong. And, you know, who knows where he'll end up. He might be a hundred couples one day. You just never know. But it's uh, it's one of those, uh, I think, high-quality uh, four-year-olds that all look to be, uh, you know, they, they, they've still got a lot, long way to play out for their future careers. Honolulu Bay was outstanding. He obviously had a few hiccups throughout his career. We heard from uh, Ann Anderson talk about him having a, a throat operation, I think it was, and uh, you know, uh, he, he when, when he's at his best, he's very special. His performance the other night was outstanding. Mile rate of 153.7. He was certainly tested in the race by JOK and a few of the rivals. They made him work pretty hard early. And that lead time was 43.5 when he was doing all that work. And for him to respond the way he did just proved his class. Silent Major, terrific again. Um, I thought JOK was outstanding. I mean, I, I think he's a really special horse, JOK. And, I think, you know, if you probably reverse the barrier draws, I think JOK, you know, might have, might have been a different result. But, look, they've got amazing futures. Sahara Sirocco, Rocco Americano has come a long way. They finished fourth and fifth in the race. Gillaby Selwood, you know, they all tried their best, but they, they bumped into some pretty special horses and none greater than Honolulu Bay, a mile rate of 153.7.
uh, ladies in red was uh, having to work sitting without cover. Bondi lockdown had to work wide after being checked. Uh, also, Honolulu Bay was wide for much of the first lap and worked, and so too did Plymouth Chubb. Uh, didn't necessarily have things go his way as a short price favourite, making it 14 wins in a row and giving Karen Manning her second Group 1 win of the night in the two-year-old trotting Colson Goldings final. And Plymouth Chubb balances up now. He put his nose in front of Cravash Door. Then in third spot was Courage Stride into the straight. It's Plymouth Chubb on the outside of Cravash Door. Running on well was Courage Stride. It's Plymouth Chubb 100 to go, the leader. Courage Stride's going to have the last crack at him. It's Plymouth Chubb. Courage Stride getting close. They hit the line. I think Plymouth Chubb, he might have just lasted here. It's very, very close. Possibly Plymouth Chubb by a pimple to Courage Stride, who was brave. You probably had enough, but, you know, certainly, um, yeah, wouldn't want any further. But that horse is, yeah, it's always consistent. That horse is never far away from him. But, yeah, he, he still got the job done, but uh, certainly uh, made it more interesting. <laughs> and have you enjoyed this ride with Plymouth Chubb and... and your father Peter because it's been another big season but he should really be unbeaten kids. Yeah for sure it certainly is. It's a shame he isn't but certainly yeah. uh, he hasn't put a foot wrong since and uh, yeah it's great to have a horse like this to drive and uh, for the family to enjoy. He got beaten on debut in a stand start when uh, Peter Manning uh, trainer was involved in a traffic accident getting to the track and that was the only defeat this horse has had. He's gone through uh, with 14 consecutive wins since Rob. Look, he, he's a star two-year-old trotter. Look, I thought he was uh, there to be beaten on um, on New Year's Eve, Dan. I sort of mentioned on Trot Division, I, I thought he was a bit uh, risky this night. I thought he was at the end of his campaign. I thought his previous run, to me, showed that, you know, there's not much left in the horse for this season. And uh, he, he just took uh, all the qualities of a great horse to, to win that race. He was, he was there to be beaten in the home straight. Uh, he saw Courage Stride move alongside him, and it was just his sheer determination of saying, no, I've got one more win left for the year, and he just stuck his nose out. Great call by you, Dan. You nailed it. I mean, you know, you're on a $1.25 favourite where most punters would have had uh, plenty on, uh, and to make that call of getting that photo finish right was just uh, a testament to your uh, great calling. Gareth Hall did some great interviews on uh, on New Year's Eve and really captured the emotion from so many of our winning participants. And it was just a fantastic uh, night, but a great win by Plymouth Chubb. He's really proven to be a star two-year-old trotter, one of the best that we've ever seen. No question about that. Courage Stride, he's got a massive future. Uh, Chris Lang, as we know, he's a master. I think he's this horse here, uh, as we move forward over the next few years, he will be right up there with the best of the trotters. The same can be said about Cravash Dior. Uh, loved his run the other night. We put it all together, but unfortunately just bumped into a couple of better horses on the night. Meadow Valley Star, great story for Dylan Strafford to, to qualify, I think it was three runners for the night, uh, for a, a trainer just coming out of the Cranburn Training Centre and to be able to produce these horses in the final. It's a real credit to Dylan. He finished fourth in the race with Meadow Valley Star. Fantastic result. Portacam, Kentucky Chucky, all nice horses, but Plymouth Chubb. Uh, he was the star. He deserves all the accolades of uh, any of our two-year-old trotters that we've ever seen. Rob, it was 12 races on the card, so uh, we'll go through each of the winners on the card and get your uh, opinions of. The first, it was won by Majida. It was an exceptional drive, Greg Sugars. One of the best you'll see in a Group 1. Oh, magnificent performance. Look, she's, uh, 
she she dominated the two, three, and four-year-old series. Uh, a thing that uh, hasn't been done by many horses. I think half a dozen horses have been able to get through the whole series uh, as two, three, and four-year-olds is undefeated. It was a great drive by Greg Sugars, one of the best drives that we saw for the night. He was able to thread a passage off the second row. He was able to uh, work uh, work to the top, and it was a great win. Spellbound Brave, so what was terrific, but Majida, absolute star, 153.5, and uh, there would have been a lot of uh, happy people from the Johnson families that own and bred this horse. And rules don't apply. When he loomed up coming down the straight with a lap to go, he just looked like poetry in motion. Anthony Crosland drove him confidently, had the horse spot on. He's a really good horse that has emerged at the right time. Yeah, and well done to Anthony Crosland. I mean, once again, Anthony's been involved in the sport for a very long time. He's always had some nice horses in the stable, and sometimes he's had some horses that look like they were going to go on with the job and probably just weren't able to deliver uh, as they went through their career. But this horse here, uh, he's really kept stepping up. His win was outstanding the other night, a 157-1 mile race. Powder keg, uh, very brave in defeat. Quake proof the horse that's going to have a big, big future going forward for Mick Barbie and Anne-Marie Conroy. Cover of darkness, not at his best the other night, but look, he ran fourth and still went well. But Rules don't apply. Great story for all the owners. There's a big group of owners involved. I think even Billy Brownless has got a share in the horse. And Anthony Crosman, congratulations and take a bow. I'm sure he'll be very proud of his achievements. And he looks to be a very exciting trotter moving forward. Okay, Rob, to get through the rest of them, we need to only touch on the winners. Uh, it's one of those shows we need in an hour. So race three it was Queen of Crime, pacing bred mare that took it out first of a training double for Matt Craven, driven by his brother Glenn. Yeah, great drive, uh, Maddie and Glenn uh, combining here, the two brothers. Well done to the Coniglio family, having two winners on the night. And uh, look, she's been chasing Pinkalar's home in many of the uh, feature races, but she stormed home to win and a really good performance. And, and well done to Maddie Craven, he had a big night. Parisian Artiste, first group one win for Taylor French. Um, and what a drive it was, sitting without cover, uh, trained by Alex Ashwood. It, the horses really had a great last three or four months of the year. Yeah, first group one win there for Taylor. Well done to Alex Dashwood. He's had a great year as well. He's really emerging as one of our star trainers. Well done to the Aaron Bain Racing uh, Group. They put a lot of money into the sport. And uh, Taylor French drove for easy and RTs with great uh, confidence, sat in the breeze and just outstayed Elder and Zeus. They went a mile rate of 157.1. It was a wonderful win. Speaking first group one, Sophia Arvidsson, uh, and he's a son of a gun, completing the training double for Matty Craven, and uh, what a win it was. He took off at the 800 and just kept going. Well, he was luckless in the semi-final. He made that. Uh, he made amends for it in the final. Sophia Arvidsson, what a great story. Uh, all the way from Sweden, uh, got involved in harness racing. She's now a group one winning driver. She took off at the 600 three wide, and he just had too much speed, too strong. And, uh, again, bringing up a, a, a owning double and, and breeding double for Tony and Pam Coniglio. Matty Craven, a training double, a big big night for Matty and a big, great story for Sophia Arvison. And they win a mile rate of 154.5. Blake Fitzpatrick put the polish on uh, Fancy, staying down here with uh, with Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. Karen Manning, the first of her driving double, taking out the three-wheel trotting fillies final race 10. Yeah, Blake Patrick, no stranger to our training ranks here in Victoria. He's one of the star trainers in New South Wales. She was terrific, Fancy. Uh, did plenty of work and just proved too good at the finish. Karen Manning, another great drive and uh, bringing up a double for her. And Fancy went a mile rate of 
And Ebony's Avenger took out the last from barrier number one, but uh, was back about third last, just couldn't go in the early stages, driven by James Herbertson. As, as the race went on, she gradually got a little bit better. Her trotting gait improved. And for Chris Angove, um, yeah, I mean, she's a lovely filly, but you didn't want to be on her early. No, she got a long way back. Great story for James Herbertson. He, brought, he recorded his 200th win for the year, finished second in the uh, trainers, uh, not trainers, the driver's uh, premiership for the state, uh, finishing uh, behind Chris Alford. He, he notched up his 200th winner on the last race of the year. Wonderful story for Chris Angove. Uh, he's uh, been amazing uh, with uh, his involvement in the sport and Brad Angove, his son. They've been wonderful uh, handlers of trotters and to bring up uh, a group one victory for, for Chris and Brad was very special and none special for James Servison on uh, his drive. He's an absolute superstar and Ebony's Avenger, lovely bred silly and she's got a very good future as well. She went a mile rate of two minutes coming from well back in the field to take out that group one race. Congratulations to all the winners. It was a wonderful night on uh, on Friday night. James Herbertson, he ended the year on a high, winning the, the not just the last race of the year, but the, the last Group 1 of the year. And he, he started off the new year pretty well too by taking out the feature event at Echuca last night, driving Yorkshire. Plenty to give on the favourite. La Putty three metres in front. Third quarter, 28.4 off the back. Yorkshire holding in down the outside. Duke of Dundee back to the inside. La Putty in front from Yorkshire. Duke of Dundee's coming through. Yorkshire after La Putty. It's Yorkshire, La Putty. Yorkshire on the outside's going home best. Yorkshire got up and won the cup. Wanted a head to La Putty. Duke of Dundee three metres. Exciting finish there, James Herbertson ending the year on a high. He took out the concession uh, drivers' uh, premiership as well. Alan Tormey driving the first two winners and had the the honours from the uh, Reigns person's point of view last night at Achuca. All the fun continues today at Bort. You're on your way there with an early start. We'll get a preview a little bit later on in the morning. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, we're on our way to Bort. Looking forward to it. It's been a uh, wonderful 2021. Can't wait for 2022. And we need a one-hour program for uh, the, the mile race, and uh, we'll be very happy there. Yeah, good on you. Happy harnessing, mate, and I'll talk to you later in the morning.